0: Welcome to the fourth episode of Busy Nation, Thando Takko Rokudo. It is 5.45 in the morning. It's a Sunday morning and I have Ritika with me.
1: Hi everyone. And before everything that we are crazy to get up at 5.45 on Sunday morning and record a podcast, uh, let me clarify that it is because we are going for a trek to Tungareshwar. So we thought that we'll uh, do our podcast before a wonderful trek.
0: That's right. So, we are not nerds basically. Not yet. (laughs) Okay. So, what do we have for this week?
1: This week uh, news is that Russia has been chosen for hosting the 2014 Winter Olympics. And uh, it won narrowly with uh, some 51 votes for Russia and uh, some 47 votes for South Korea. It seems that this decision is not just about sports. It's more about politics and even more about business. Mm -hmm. So, You know, they've invested
0: 15 billion to build the infrastructure around the Black Sea where the Winter Olympics are mm -hmm. going to be played. And Business Week had carried this interesting story. They said, how did Vladimir Putin manage to pull it off? Like you said, they won narrowly. Mm -hmm. he, He said, it's very simple. He called a bunch of very healthy oligarchs, healthy wealthy sorry, <laughs> wealthy oligarchs, whom he had supported during the entire uh, privatization process during the 1990s, hmm. and uh, they had suddenly found themselves to be billionaires. So he called them in a room and said, "Gentlemen, it's time to give something back to the nation." And uh, so that's how they contributed something like five billion dollars out of the twelve billion to uh, organize this event, and they are expecting up to. 15 billion inflow during the time when the Olympics will be held there. So that's a lot of money.
1: Yeah, I hope even some of our Indian uh, industrialists also who have benefited so much (laughs) from our government decisions also tried and give something back.
0: To the Delhi Commonwealth Games which will be held in 2010, I believe. Yes.
1: You are from Delhi, the native town, Punjabi. (laughs) No, I'm not from Delhi, I'm from Mumbai, okay? I'm a Pakka Mumbaiite. Yep. Anyway, this decision of um, holding the Commonwealth Games has benefited New Delhi. Because Mm -hmm. the Delhi I knew few years back where, you know, public transportation was a nightmare. has Mm -hmm. has paved way to a fast, comfortable and smooth, you know, metros and high capacity buses, etc. And this is mainly due to the infrastructure development that has taken off in a big way. As uh, Delhi is preparing itself to host the next Commonwealth Games.
0: I mean, during the di- that fortnight when the hmm. Commonwealth Games will be held, hmm. during that time we'll have. Uh, first of all, it re- it requires seven thousand crores of investment to see yeah. through that fortnight.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a massive development. I mean, you see, there are there's metro service which is being developed to connect uh, the airport right. and the stadium and uh, sports village, which is being built at the banks of River Yamuna. Then uh-huh. uh, Delhi Airport is under renovation and it is being upgraded to international standards. They have started this dial a cab at uh-huh. international airports, and they these cabs will have inbuilt GPS system to provide security. There are some around 37 flyovers that are being constructed. So uh-huh. and the bridges that they are making to uh-huh. uh, connect connect various places around the Nehru Stadium and the Games Village are going to have escalators. So, it's
0: so what does that do?
1: No, it's going to have escalators. So escalators.
0: Okay. <laughs> I, I think it's uh, five forty-five uh, hangover. Uh, yes, yeah. right. Yeah.
1: So wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> anyway, yeah. and. Um, These are of course the good things about it, but Uh uh, it seems the Yamuna River, which is the one which is bearing both the benefits and the adverse effects of this development. Because they are going to build all these uh, establishments at the banks of the river Yamuna. So Uh it's very hazardous to the ecosystem. Because if you, because if you build something along the Yamuna River, then Uh it's going to obstruct the flow of Yamuna water to the lakes and ponds of Delhi city, which is going to increase the scarcity Uh of water which already the city is facing. Also, there are a lot of slum dwellers which are being uh, relocated because the stadium and the sports village is being built there. Right. No adequate compensation is given to them and they have been giving some far-flung areas where uh-huh. basic amenities are not there. I mean, wow. And though, you know, Chief Minister Sheila Dixit, she refutes all the claims and says that around 1 lakh uh, low cost are being built. But, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we'll have to see if uh, what yeah. we are doing is we are making Delhi for only the urban rich or it's going to do something for mm. poor also
0: there we go again the idealist with the guys back <laughs> no no because i i mean, no, I, I, mean
1: I i don't know you can mm-hmm. call that i call me that uh-huh. but i feel that for india to grow uh, uh-huh. and become really a developed economy it's very important that we have an overround uh, yeah we I mean, cannot have 50% yeah. of our people living in uh, abject poverty and 50% mm-hmm. uh, l- uh, very rich. I mean, that that's, that's will never become a developed uh, economy. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Coming back to Delhi, I think
0: the uh, infrastructure requirements, the minimal requirement for hosting a, an event of this magnitude, hmm. is very high. I think you need to have yes. an airport at five kilometers radius from the games or a hotel at two <laughs> kilometers radius, etc. So I think. Uh, they are changing Upura for nakshahi battle, right? yeah. So and if it
1: is, you know, uh, if it is a sports event that requires such kind of development, then I hope Mumbai also hosts some oh, sports events bet. so that <laughs> we have at least some improvement. I think yeah. our infrastructure really sucks.
0: Okay, you you are a true Mumbai girl, then you are not a Delhi. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, yes.
0: And moving on, uh, something else making big news. On the marketing front, or people are calling this a marketing farce, is the voting of seven wonders of the world.
1: This whole thing about Taj Mahal being one of the seven wonders based Uh on a global poll and people voting for it crazily, I mean I really wonder because the poll, the verdict and the organizers, they have no Uh global standing. And UNESCO's World Heritage Body has completely Uh distanced itself from this whole exercise. I think the only winner in this case is, uh, of course, that uh, not-for-profit organization called New 7 Wonders. It was started in 2000 by some uh, Swiss author, filmmaker, uh, uh-huh. Bernard Warbeau. Right. And okay. uh, because of this uh, massive publicity, this organization is expected to net millions of dollars through oh, yeah. SMSs and phone right. calls and sale of merchandise.
0: They supposedly have garnered about 70 to 100 million votes. And uh, it cost them one dollar in the US to for an SMS. And you have in India, they're tied up with I Media Corporation. Hmm. And this is how the, the metrics worked, okay? Out of every rupee, 15 paise would go to the government. Hmm. 64 paise would go to the cell phone operators, oh. and the remaining would go to the company itself, IMI and media partners. Yeah. And the Swiss entrepreneur would keep around 2 to 3 paise. Yeah, but and you know,
1: iMedia <laughs> is saying that uh, they have not even broken uh, even <laughs> on their investments. Ah, yeah, right. And they are saying <laughs> that, you know, uh, the telecom companies are getting to garner most of the revenues. So it okay. is just not fair. I think that was one of the
0: reasons why. Nothing stopped a person from voting many times, so I think I media wanted to make some money there. So you could vote for the Taj <laughs> a million times on your phone yeah, if I you mean, had the money. I,
1: I really don't understand. I mean we had a prominent personalities all uh-huh. over on TV, print and other media urging Indians to vote for Taj. But I mean when this kind of poll really does not have any standing, I mean we are not voting for Indian Idol. That's yeah. to vote karo or uh, seven wonders, to know, it's like I know. that That is a much better
0: uh, marketing line than what is being used today Be a true Indian, vote for Taj ah, that, was, exactly. that was very
1: disappointing <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I mean, I, <laughs> seriously, that 15 uh, pesa as you're saying Which is, uh-huh. is going to government I right. think they should use that money and do something about saving Taj Mahal and uh, Agra oh, yeah. And making yeah. some kind of tourist infrastructure over there Okay, okay, tell me one thing. I have a question now. This
0: let's give it to the man who pulled it off. All right, the guy from Switzerland.
1: Hmm.
0: What is it? Whether it is it advertising, promotion, publicity, or PR? There is a fine
1: line between It is all, all complete hmm. understanding human psychology and manipulating it to the hilt. <laughs>
0: Aha. That's nice. <laughs> you know, I I found this on the internet. Uh, it's this uh, definition of all the four terms. We use them interchangeably. Advertising, promotion, publicity, and PR. Hmm. So here this author draws an analogy to a circus coming to town, alright?
1: Okay.
0: If a circus is coming to town and if you paint a signboard around it,
1: Hmm. saying that,
0: okay, Circus Apollo is in town, then that's advertising. If you put the sign on the back of an elephant and walk it into the town, that's promotion. And if the elephant walks through the mayor's flower bed, Hmm. that's publicity. And if you get the mayor to laugh about it, that's that's PR. PR, that's public right. relations, so you don't have to pay for PR and uh, the moving ahead, uh, we have a company which once proclaimed we do not need a marketing department, is uh, moving from the two wheeler industry to making passenger cars, we are talking about uh, Bajaj,
1: yeah right Hamara
0: Bajaj, Hamara Bajaj, yes, the Honda's vice president is not, there. the idea is, uh, is to convert the two wheeler market, people like me. <laughs> Go to the four wheeler market.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, because they have realized that uh, the two wheeler market is getting saturated, especially in urban areas, because uh, cars have become cheaper and loans mm-hmm. easily accessible. So people are now shifting from two wheeler to four wheeler. So they uh, see this four wheeler market as lucrative business to get in. And yeah, so it's it's
0: going to kill the second hand market, then the car market. I believe.
1: In fact, uh, in the early nineties. Uh, when liberalization of our economy had taken place, then uh-huh. Bajaj had faced a huge threat by MNCs like Honda. And at that time, Rahul Bajaj had completely turned around the company and made drastic changes in its functioning to uh-huh. take on global uh, competition. So even it's this decision to venture into four-wheeler market, you know, it can be seen as another example of uh, his foresightedness.
0: Yep. And And,
1: uh, as the two-wheeler manufacturers are facing the heat from competition with uh, Mm four-wheelers, they are also trying to expand its customer base by focusing more on women than men. Because uh, most of the top two-wheeler manufacturers are Mm -hmm. targeting their products on women, especially in the semi-urban and uh, rural parts, small towns of the country. So, Uh yeah, like TVS. TBS hmm. has launched a project plan which is called WOW Women on Wheels. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, through this plan, they are going to train female drivers uh, about how to drive the two wheelers. Yeah, because
0: they really need some training in that. Department. <laughs> oh,
1: please, no, no, no. You, you,
0: <laughs> you have just learned to drive, haven't you?
1: Yeah, right. Hmm. And you just have to see the looks that Vichyawalas give me. <laughs> Anyways, I give them back, so it's okay. <laughs> no, they
0: are justified. I don't think you are. <laughs> okay, sorry, go on.
1: Yeah, and uh, this uh, project plan it covers around 1 lakh women and uh-huh. it spans across 100 towns like Aligarh, Sonipat, Bikanes. So it is targeted at such uh, semi-urban areas. Ah. And uh, this, uh, this is because the research shows that women uh, in rural areas and uh, semi-urban towns are increasingly mm-hmm. becoming independent and looking for mm. avenues that will make them less dependent on their men counterpart. So yeah, having your own yeah. vehicle is a first mm. step in that direction.
0: I think very soon the head of the family, with all sincerity that I can muster, will be a woman. <laughs>
1: Aren't they already. I and mean, no. no it, it will be.
0: It will be in the textbooks when they say when they teach kids. They say the head of the family is the man. He takes all the decisions. Now, are we as far men and women? We we say that everybody has equal opportunities, but um, I'm not quite sure on that. That uh, like we rub shoulder to shoulder. Well, in in urban cities, all right, but not not so much back.
1: No, they're <laughs> not. See, it's a legacy of. Uh, Mm -hmm. various civilizations that we are carrying on our shoulder where Mm. women and men were not treated as equal. So it will take time to change. 100, even 100 years is not a long enough time. Especially in India where the liberalization of women has just started. It it, it will take some time but... uh... And yes, uh, moving back. Yeah, so you know most of the ads by these uh, companies are Mm -hmm. also focusing on that. There's a company called uh, Electrotherm which has launched its No Petrol Yo Smart Bike. And uh, this okay. is also targeted at housewives. So their whole campaign is based on the premise that now wives will not have to nag their husbands for doing the household course. Uh, so women can uh, do it themselves by using the Yo Smart Bike.
0: And man, they're taking it too far. I said shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay.
1: ready just you push men behind. <laughs> no, but though Yo Smart is targeted at uh, beautiful homemakers,
0: Uh, Beautiful homemakers, okay.
1: Dutiful homemakers. Beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. If that is right English, beautiful. Uh No, that is okay.
0: Uh
1: But uh, other companies like uh, TVS and Hero Honda, they are Uh targeting a different kind of customer. You know, Hero Honda Pleasure has this tagline that why should boys have all the fun? That is and a very so bad ad, by the way. No, I think it's a very good ad, okay? It is no, targeting yeah. at a cool hip generation of girls and asking them to enjoy the hilt. Understood, but they could have done it subtly.
0: It is so much in the face. All right, we know. We got the message that it is for no, but because the yeah, men
1: men they don't get huh. the message directly, oh. so oh. you you have to force it upon them right <laughs> you no, I mean oh, seriously, okay. uh, why should ads always i mean why should ads or any hmm. show that women should use things to make them more efficient and beautiful?
0: uh-huh,
1: this ad says that you can just do things because you want to have fun. So Absolutely.
0: my, yes, yes, <laughs> perfectly, but the problem is there is other lack of creativity with a few of our ad agencies. Is what I'm saying. That's that, that well.
1: always there. In mm. fact, the new ad has Priyanka Chopra. Have you seen the new ad?
0: Oops. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has is, it
1: is Priyanka Chopra. And uh-huh. uh, there is some NRI guy which comes to her uh-huh. village. She refuses to marry him because he thinks that a small town right. girl will not make a good housewife material. Yeah. Oh, okay. And in fact, even there is another ad. Uh, so then what happens? I want, I'm interested now. Then what happens? <laughs> no, then uh, she drops him back in her Hero Honda pleasure at the uh-huh. railway station. And See, now this guy. is a good ad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Huh?
1: Yeah, and and then uh, have you seen that uh, TVS school? the ad which has Preeti Zinta Oh yeah, and she admonishes those boys who try to rag her thinking that she's hmm. a fresher and right. then gives that ultimate warning. Pink se yep. ka. Oh I just <laughs> love that ad. Uh,
0: I love it's, Preeti Zinta and period. <laughs>
1: so. Yeah. It, hmm. I seriously feel that our ad industry is more contemporary in showing the new age women than our T V serials or even movies. Ah,
0: that's an observation. True, that's true. I think we are still Showing the Saj <laughs> Bahu. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean,
1: for a long time now, right? It, it worked well. Exactly. Pretty, you know, just, and we are still stuck there. But then, you know, it is Dhando, Takko, and Rokuro. Oh. So, uh, whatever sales is the one what you show on TV. So, all these uh-huh. videos, uh for some reason, uh, they they are a hit with all our female audiences across India. So, that is why they make such Then, Yep. All right, uh,
0: a very heavy dose of women power on this podcast. Uh, You know they say you can't live with them, you can't live with them.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right.
0: Women. Uh, Well, that's about it from uh, this episode of Busy Nation. Log on to www.theindicast.com, leave your comments there. Tell us whether the Indian ad industry is as contemporary as uh, Ritika feels it is. So that's theindicast.com and listen to the Tekka Masala as well, which is being hosted by Aditya. This is called this is called shameless cross promotion by the way Ithika. So we need to promote Aditya's uh, Tekka Masala and. and I hope tape, when
1: right? you have when you are uh, when you doing the Tekka Masala and you are doing Indicast, then you also uh-huh. promote business podcast. You bet. Only then we bet. I'll allow this. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> women. I'm scared. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. So we just get start getting ready for a trek now. So bye bye. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go.
1: Bye bye.